together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty. And this right here, this right here, it's your KC Morning Show! Baby! Kids, hey, happy hump day, baby! Hello, hi, welcome back. What's the word? Hey, it's been a while. After all that time, we had nothing but time to think about what your big first words are going to be back, and you just got to hey. Well, yeah. Hey there. I'm a, I'm a little bit more relaxed, you know, now that I've gotten older, I'm wiser, one year closer to death. I mean, it's a little bit of all of it. Got a nice reawakening, though, on our trip, right? I feel like you're able to find your inner your inner kitty, really. Yeah, this is true. Did you enjoy the trip? I did. Arkansas, Eureka Springs. Yeah, who knew Arkansas could be so delightful? I mean, I've been to some good places in Arkansas, but I've also been to some not not good places. How was the surprise? I knew you weren't going to be surprised. Yeah, I knew it was Eureka Springs. I'm not going to lie. You did? Well, yeah, you said surprise. I came up with three places in my head. What were they? Um, Chicago, okay. Colorado, Gotcha. Eureka Springs. All right. Well, we're going to check one of those off the list this week. This is true. So it worked out. And I do appreciate that you wanted to go Chicago. Well, we've is, talked about it. It's on our list. For However, sure. I do understand you not wanting to go that weekend because it was a big wrestling thing with John Cena in Chicago. This Am I true. right? Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I didn't want the It temptation. was my birthday. This yes. was your weekend. Yeah. I didn't need the temptation. But Eureka Springs. A-OK. I had a blast. I thought it was just a good old time. So happy birthday, Kitty. Happy 24th as she takes a selfie. And now this week, like we said, we head to uh, Colorado. I'm excited. excited. Yeah. I know we just went to Eureka Springs like a week and a half ago. But I'm not going to lie because I came back, jumped into school, jumped back into work. And then my boss was out of town. One of my co-managers, she was moving. I've been in charge. Literally. HBIC. Went from vibes and chilling, you know, getting ready for my own birthday, out of town, come back, and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to put, put you to the grind, bitch. So it's been good, and now I'm ready to leave again. And this trip is more like a lazy river. This one's a lazy trip. Because we had good. stuff to do. I was trying to make it so that we always had something on the itinerary last we weekend. We had a lot going on. I took way too many clothes. 14 pairs of underwear. <laughs> Literally only wore maybe two of my pairs of shoes that I brought. It's fine. Worth I, it though. I Worth did it. try to wear at least one piece of all my clothing that I brought. There were a couple things. I, I noticed that. I didn't get on at all. You but were actively trying to work in every but, single look. But I did. I did do some some day changes. And this weekend, it's going to be cold. I looked at the weather up. It's going to be 40. In the evening. It's going to be still, but still like 70. It's been 70, a minute since I felt that. 70 is the high. Um... I just don't know that I'm ready for that, I guess. I'm excited to go to Colorado, but God, we couldn't have gone a little bit lower in the altitude, huh? And it feels pretty good here. In fact, just want to go ahead and do this now. Let's go ahead and knock this out. A little weather, dealio. Yeah. 84 degrees and some clouds on your Wednesday. Generally sunny skies, though, this afternoon. Winds out of the east, 10, 15 MPHs. Now, Kitty, on this, uh, this reigning and defending best local podcast, you know, because we dabble in the details like your UV. Index out of 10. What is it today? Uh, seven. 
Eight? It's an eight today. Really? Yeah, I Where? Said generally sunny. Generally sunny, which I guess is about a, an eight out of ten on the UV scale. This evening, your sunset time tonight, 748, a waning crescent moon, 66 degrees. This evening, tomorrow, 84 degrees and partly sunny. Oh, that's nice. 80 degrees and fairly sunny. Got some thunderstorms on Friday, but we'll get to that when we get to that. To weather dealio, on your KC Maloney. I'm sorry. I really don't want to be on my phone, but I need to buy Casey Musgraves tickets. They on sale yet? Yeah. Yeah. You you were rather quiet towards the end of that weather dealio. A little bit tired now. My back hurts. Uh. Had to carry that segment. Hi, Kitty. Happy Wednesday. How are you? Why would Casey put her tickets on sale when rent is due? (laughs) Casey, I love you, but that was absurd. That hurts, dog. It does hurt. How am I supposed to choose having a place to sleep until the show, which isn't next year, or buying tickets? Well, what's your move? Have you made the call yet? Well, yeah, I'm going to steal your credit card. Oh, my God. And we're back. JK. Maybe. Oh, well, well. Ain't nothing oh, on that one. Is it stealing if I ask nicely for it? Is it stealing if there's nothing on the card? Does it count then? <laughs> Did we find our vibes? Kitty, what's the word, huh? The vibes are still jacked, still no. dog. There's a freaking hurricane. Delta and her nappy ass kids. Uh, what is that one? Nappy ass. What's so? You were hanging around my mama too much. <laughs> you know, when we were in Eureka Springs, we found this random lake. This is found true. some homies. Did some drugs with the homies. That was amazing. Yeah. And they led us to this random secret lake in Eureka Springs. It's called a hollow. A hollow, says Kitty. This is her inner center view, Missouri, coming out. Mm-hmm. and we were looking around and i said kitty so is this where the vibes went huh it right was here. vibes were tied up to a rope swing where a bunch of hillbillies helped you jump off like like it was their job it was the like it was thing. their job they just sat there for hours smoking cigarettes and drinking swing. beer like how did yeah. they get up there not a single one of them was wet not one do they live there i don't do they even live close so many questions but overall you had a good birthday another circle around the sun for you know what for miss kitty here's the thing so i told you you know i had a lot to get done before we actually left for that trip yeah. had laundry i packed I this or that well then you know my dumb butt remembered at the very last second that my id expired on my birthday oh that's right yeah i forgot about this that friday that we left i went to the dmv at a crisp 8.30 a.m. And I took the most beautiful freaking picture. Looks good. It was honestly, good. I think, better than my last one, which was really good. My mom thinks I'm I'm dumb for being all, like, conceited about it. But <laughs> people look at your ID. Oh, uh, absolutely. We've got masks still slash now. So people see my ID and I got my mask on. And usually they look at it and they don't have to ask me to take my mask down because they're just like, it's a good picture. It's and now because picture. we are still wearing the mask, when they look at the ID, they can be surprised. Like, oh, that's what they look like underneath. That's what I'm saying. If they do ask me to take my mask down, it's because they want to see if I'm actually as pretty as the picture. And I am. Wow, you have really had a glow up in these few weeks to 24. I guess, no, just a week in at 24. You are really experiencing something special in front of our eyes. Kitty, shall we do a little bit of news, girl? I got a bunch of news, actually, because it's been a while. There's so much news. Shall we catch up on the news? Yes, let's. Wednesday, September 1st. I can't believe it's September. Wake me up. When it ends, bro, right? Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble! Let's go, let's go! 
Yo, my name's Arthur, that's Kitty, and this right here, this is your news break. Take a little break with the news. Kitty, do you have any announcements, anything to showcase or tell these folks about? I mean, it's been a long time. The floor could be yours. You haven't spit any kind of game to them. No freestyle. Haven't had any words of wisdom in a minute. What, what you got? Put, put the steak face away and talk to these folks. What do you want from me? Well, maybe you had something to say. You've been flexing around here. Kitty with the big d- I'm 24 now. You're just jealous. What do you mean I'm jealous? He's mad. How am I mad? I ain't mad. I'm grown-ass man, girl. you about to be 30. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. So you are mad. I'm not mad. I'm just not going to acknowledge it. It's not going to acknowledge it. 30s. Every time you like say that, an angel, an angel loses its wings every what? time you say Hartzell is 30. I never said Hartzell is 30. Well, when he kept saying 30. What? That's just a number. That's it's- right. Age ain't nothing but a number. I'm, I'm a strapping young black man, and I will always be that strapping young black man. I think it should make you feel With good. With the boyish should, good looks. It should make you feel good to know that a lot of my friends who have happened to meet you over the summer and whatnot have commented, my God, I did not believe he was almost 30. Like, they all think that you're the same age as us and I'm like no guys he's not I just hate to say the same age as us as if I'm so much older than (laughs) y'all it's a us versus them like what ah all right let me go sit in the corner with my avocado toast and think about some things go cry some things out real quick so yeah, you enjoy your your Twitch streams and your Twitch stream. Well, whatever you Gen Zs do. Stop! Don't freaking lump <laughs> me like that. You know, you know better. You know, I don't fall into either one major category. You're the hybrid. I'm a Lindsay. <laughs> I like that one, Malinzi. Let's do this. Let's do COVID. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas says a new lawsuit does not have merit. A group calling itself the Northland Parent Association is suing to stop mask mandates in school. A number of school boards and cities of Kansas City and North Kansas City are named in the suit. Parents say they should be the ones deciding if their child wears a mask. In a statement, Mayor Lucas says the city has crafted each set of COVID-19 guidelines based on clear data-driven advice from health and scientific leaders from the White House and CDC down to the health department. The city will continue to stand by our actions, which were made to protect children and our vulnerable friends, families, and neighbors. All right, here is a look at the spread of this virus over the summer in Missouri. The positivity rate is trending downward slightly to 12.4%. The rate is, though, still high, as you can see, compared to the beginning of July. In Kansas, the monthly positivity rate staying now at 10.3%. Some updated numbers for you, Kitty. Kansas City residents finally cracking 50%. We're failing, but there's room for improvement. 50.3% of Missouri residents have received at least one dose of the vaccine, while independents, y'all at 46%. Jackson County as a whole is at 48.5%. Clay County at 40. 40, Jesus, Clay. Cass County at 41.3. And Platt County, oh, Platt County is sitting at 36.8%. What? we doing september september 1st to 2021 in a post-vaccine world we're out here bringing pitchforks to you know this time meetings this time last year we were all saying ain't no way they're gonna be a vaccine by christmas we ain't having christmas with our family so well guess what you could have christmas with your family this year if you did get vaccined because you can because it exists because pfizer is fda 
being approved. I'm and sorry. I, and I no no girl preach. I'm so proud no, of you. And I've been doing a bunch of deep dives too. People are like, oh, you yeah, mandates unconstitutional. No, it's not actually. The smallpox case in like 1905. If you want to, you know, pull out the receipts. You know, in the past, you're right. All we could do was say, please wear your mask, so we can make this just get a little bit better, so we can get to the vaccine. And now we have it. It's right there. And you guys are so dumb seriously maybe some silver lining though here kitty maybe a little bit hospitalizations are down since we last talked there's 28 beds well there's like maybe 30 now hospitalizations are down in portions of missouri the state's COVID 19 dashboard shows 2100 people hospitalized by the virus compared to nearly 2500 a week ago southwestern missouri a COVID hotspot in the nation shows a decline from over 600 to 430. not all of the states turn for the better however some areas in southeastern missouri reporting record high COVID cases it's affecting all of us including cops OPPD. They lost one of their own to COVID. And it was a young guy. A procession carried 23-year-old Freddie Castro, an Overland Park police officer, to his final resting place. Castro tested positive for COVID-19 in mid-July and has been in the ICU. Friends and family gathered at the funeral home Tuesday night to honor him. He was someone who was just always there for you. Um, he definitely made you feel better. On a bad day, um, you were just a kind soul, <laughs> someone you always needed. The Overland Park Police Chief says that they're going to honor him as they would any fallen member of their department. It's a department that Officer Castro was proud to be part of. On Tuesday, Police Chief Frank Donchez shared Castro's passing on Facebook, writing in part, Freddie was young, enthusiastic, and so proud to be a police officer. He left a lasting impact on our department, and we will miss him. So with all that, Kitty, Jackson County, following in the footsteps of Kansas City, they are extending their mask mandate as well. And get your popcorn ready when you listen to some of this audio. Cautiously optimistic is how the Jackson County Health Director described the outlook on COVID-19. Although the state is showing that slight decline, um, we're still again three times higher than the threshold for high levels of community transmission. And Truman Medical Centers is reaching its limits. On Friday and Saturday, we actually had no open ICU beds, but then we had four COVID COVID deaths over the weekend that ended up resulting in some of those beds becoming open. Both supporting mask requirements with the county vaccination rate at 43%. Please, for the sake of us all, stop these ridiculous mask mandates now. Despite loud opposition, a majority of the legislature approved the extension. For legislator Anderson, the virus has been devastating. I've had over 23 individuals die. Three cousins who are currently in the hospital today on ventilators. This is not something to be joked with. Travis showed up in support of the mandate, worried about the Delta variant. My four-year-old granddaughter had it, and you know I've known a lot of people that have had it, and my wife just had two good friends just pass. So we need to use our heads. You want to see how the schools are doing? Kitty, you curious to see how, how year, what is this, I guess two full years in a pandemic? Is it two full years? Yeah, spring of 20, and then you got all of the fall of 20, and now all of the fall of 21. So technically, like two and a half. Oh, my God. Because, you know, I do believe that the children are our future. And these kids are all right. I'm trying to work in some song lyrics here. With classes back in session, on top of tracking attendance and grades, schools are counting COVID-19 cases. Several districts have published online dashboards. Olathe Schools reports 99 new cases throughout the district last week and more than 300 students in quarantine. In a district of nearly 30,000, it's less than 2% of enrolled students. Blue Valley and Lee Summit also have more than 100 in quarantine. Doctors at Children's Mercy say families should be mindful of activities outside of school. There are going to be some cases, right, because kids aren't just in school. There 
they're also playing football and other sports and they're getting together outside of school. So, you know, we know that masks prevent the transmission in schools and, and really support that. Guidance from the Johnson County Health Department details different levels of risk. People exposed to the virus showing symptoms may be out of school for up to 10 days, depending on test results and vaccination status. It seems like the best measure, number one, to reduce your risk of infection in the first place by being vaccinated. But if you are exposed and are vaccinated, you also get to get back to work or school more quickly. With children under 12 still unable to get the vaccine, Dr. Meyer says students should stay home when they feel sick. But all of those things count and they all add up. We need to do all of the layers um, of mitigation strategies to keep keep COVID out of the schools. Kitty, you're Kansas City Monarchs, baby. Just are crushing it, literally setting a home run record in the American Association, bringing home a South Division title, going to the playoffs. Your Kansas City Monarchs have the chance to bring home yet another world championship. Just saying that sentence in 2021, oh, gives me goosebumps. And being a part of it has been amazing. So thank you to everyone who has been kicking it with us at Legends Field. Monarchs headed to the playoffs. Well, another team that's been pretty impressive in indie ball, the Kansas City Monarchs, clinching the South Division title Thursday, picking up their second consecutive title. And they're now bound for the postseason for the third year in a row. Not just the temperature that's scalding today, but it's also the bats of the Kansas City Monarchs leading their league in home runs this season on a way to a division championship. It feels like we're the best team in the country no matter where we're at, American Association. That's gonna be way out of here! Try 136 reasons why. Well, we can hit anywhere and we know that and uh, we have a really balanced offense. A new league record! It definitely gives us the best confidence in the league. We have really good chemistry on our club and you know, from our pitching staff to our position players, they all get along and uh, they all know their role. Let's talk Chiefs, Kitty. Getting a little bit closer to kickoff of opening day. Taking on the Browns at home, I think, right? Yeah, September 12th. Here's a look at the Chiefs. Two quarterbacks, three running backs. Darwin Thompson, he's been waived. Five receivers. Darius Fountain makes the cut. Marcus Kemp was released. Draft pick Cornell Powell was waived. Four tight ends. That's not a surprise. Now, the Chiefs are carrying 10 offensive linemen, five new starters. The Chiefs traded former Mizzou star Yasser Durant to the Patriots for a late-round draft pick, and no surprises with special teams. Not many surprises on defense either. Mike Hughes, a former first-round pick by the Vikings, makes the team. He had a good preseason. Tim Ward, who had a good preseason, did not make the team, could end up on the practice squad will have. I have to imagine that's kind of, um, I don't know, maybe almost an emotional day for the Very team. bittersweet because it's very sad for all these players who spent so much time with the Chiefs, so many couple months, and not to be able to make yeah. the roster. It's a tough one. No one's called me yet. You know, I've got my cleats ready to go. What are you laughing at? I played varsity football. I was a division one goddamn athlete. Why are you laughing? What did you do, kitty, huh? I see you lace up. I tormented the, the, the varsity players oh, is what you? I did. Oh, did you? Yes, what I made position? their lives hell. The sinister bitch in the stands. <laughs> Making hexes on people. Not having a good time in the stands. Not having a good time. <laughs> Literally, that was me. After I quit cheerleading, I did broadcast. And so I had to continue to go to the games and continue to look at them dumb bitches. I'm sorry. I've cursed a lot today. You have. You've been cursing folks and just straight up cussing. Wicked Wednesday. Wicked Wednesday. Oh, my God. Starting to get spooky. My my fake tan is fading Gonna have to redye my hair black. <laughs> I'm gonna need a pencil thin Gomez stash from you. JK, we already have our, our Halloween uh costume picked out, right? We know where we're gonna be. Which one? 
We can't say it out loud. Oh, from uh, that show. Yeah, that show. Oh, yeah, that Stop. show. Stop. <laughs> That's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If they get it, they get it. Maybe they can put it together. If you can guess who Kitty and I are going as for Halloween, we'll send you a uh, KCMS prize pack. How about that? Who's in charge of doing that? Because we're not <laughs> good at sending stuff I'm out. I'm looking at you. I'm looking directly at you, KCMS social media manager. <laughs> Let's go national, Kitty. With the Taliban tonight declaring victory in Afghanistan, President Biden at the White House marked the end of America's longest war. Leaving August the 31st is not due to an arbitrary deadline. It was designed to save American lives. Facing bipartisan backlash, the president, at times angry and defensive, standing by his decision to end the mission with up to 200 American citizens still stranded. 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. And for those remaining Americans, there is no deadline. We remain committed to get them out if they want to come out. The last soldier out, Major General Chris Donahue, commander of the 82nd Airborne Division, seen here boarding the final C-17 cargo plane Monday at Kabul's airport. The president touting the safe evacuation of more than 124,000 people as a, quote, extraordinary success. Extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravely, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats. While insisting, despite the frantic fire final days and the loss of 13 U.S. service members, there was no way to carry out America's exit without chaos. There is no evacuation, evacuation from the end of a war that you can run without the kinds of complexities, challenges, and threats we faced. None. Have you been following along with this? Overnight, like last night, in fact, this is happening now. We're oh, living... don't even. If you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Like, did we just... Get rid of Roe v. Wade. Majority of abortions in Texas are now banned after the Supreme Court did not rule on an emergency appeal to keep a new law from taking effect. The law known as Senate Bill 8 prohibits abortions after six weeks. It also allows people to sue abortion providers and people who help others get them. These lawsuits could win plaintiffs up to $10,000 with, of course, added attorney fees. Even before the law took effect, Texas abortion clinics had been turning patients away. Since mid-August, 11 Planned Parenthood clinics were not scheduling patients after September 1st. The key at this stage is about preserving the status quo until the ultimate case can be decided. In fact, it, technically an injunction could still be issued by a court or including the Supreme Court. But all this means is that the law has been allowed to go into effect, which does surprise me because if you think about what the status quo was before the law, it was a scheme consistent with Roe v. Wade. Mm. The laws that exist now is not really consistent with Roe v. Wade. Kitty, you and this man, I think you guys are probably uh, the same sign. He's celebrating a birthday today. Dr. Phil, happy birthday, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, chaotic Virgo ass. Hey, toots, who do you think you're talking to here? What are you, a moron? Are you a drunk? Here's a good idea. Let's all get drunk. Are you a prostitute? You know what, I'm just surprised you're not pregnant. You were a booty call. God, you're ugly. Do all of us a favor and go have a heart attack. Your brain is intoxicated. Loser! This story, Kitty, actually's got some local ties. We've got a new Fresh Prince. Stop. They are doing the reboot of no! Fresh Prince of no. Bel-Air. And it's going to be serious. No. A dramedy type of thing. 
And the person who's put it together is from Kansas City. I, I don't even care. Morgan I'm Cooper. sick of reboots. I used to play basketball against Morgan. I'm sick of reboots. What if I told you no. that Will Smith is fully on board? He's given all of his I blessing. swear to God, if they, what, is Will Smith going to be Uncle Will now? Put him in a fat suit? It is an absolute pleasure to meet you, to be on with you and from the deepest parts of my heart i want to say congratulations to you uh you have the role of will on bel-air i'm ready thank you so much this is a dream come true. You don't know, like I, I, you probably do know. You feel it, but this, I, I don't know. like this, like, like, like the way, like the show has impacted me in my life. It's so incredible. It's, to hear you say that. More than honored. Looking forward to it. Uh, Jabari, congrats. Go, go, have some fun. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Come up with new ideas. I'm fine with. Sex in the City getting a reboot because they're actually freaking rebooting it. The only one who's not coming back is Sam. Well, then why but even no. do it? If you can't get the original cast, they then have, I would argue, then maybe not even well, do it They have all the that. original cast besides Sam. Yes, that sucks. We all love Sam. You can't have Sex in the City without Sam. I'm, I'm more upset. on board I'm with upset. this than I am with them doing Sex in the City. You'd never even fully watch Sex in the City. I own the box set. My dad, huge fan. Okay, so your dad's mad too. He but is you actually, have no serious. no leg to stand on. I, on the other hand, am just sick of these perverse little TV shows coming out of the woodworks with their bullshit teenage beboppers. I'm irritated. New Gossip Girl, stupid. Um, the fact that they said, oh, we're having a friends reunion when really they just were like, oh, we're all going to confess our feelings for each other because Brad Pitt won't take me back, said Jennifer Aniston. Um, I didn't watch that. And now clearly they geared us up for this Fresh Prince reboot because they gave us that freaking uh, reunion last year. I still never watched the reunion. I rewatched all of Fresh Prince, but then I was so gosh dang upset. I couldn't even watch the reunion. And also they had the fake Viv. So I'm just, I'm all riled up. I had some things to say. I don't want reboot. If someone tries to reboot the nanny and if they have some new woman trying to be the nanny. Only a matter of time. You know it. It's only a matter of Stop. time. Stop. Especially now that it's on HBO. I'm plucking my eyes out. Max. I am plucking them out as we speak. And I'm shoving them in my ears. Gotta give some credit to this hero though. Pulling his best Bart Simpson at a mask mandate council meeting. Thank you so in much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. No? Okay. Um, we're going to move on then. Ivana Tinkle. Ivana Tinkle. No. Okay. Is there a Mike Hunt here? Mike Hunt. <laughs> You're listening to the KC Morning Show. Following big developing news today, the Jackson County prosecutor has filed a motion to free Kevin Strickland, a local man who has served 43 years in prison for a triple murder legal experts say he did not commit. Strickland was convicted for the triple murder in 1979. In her motion, prosecutor Jean Peters Baker cites what she calls, quote, clear and convincing evidence that he is actually innocent. That evidence includes a verified alibi, no physical evidence, and sworn statements from two admitted gunmen who said Strickland was not at the crime scene. Kenneth Nixon, he is with the National Organization 
accusation of exonerees. He's going to be speaking Thursday at the hearing on behalf of Kevin Strickland. We got a free man in prison, y'all, and this is unacceptable. So many free folks in prison. And that is unacceptable. Kenneth Nixon himself an exoneree. He knows that better than most. Kenneth, my friend, can you just set the stage? What is going to be going on? What is happening tomorrow? Thursday is a hearing that the judge has granted to hear the prosecutor's evidence uh, associated with Mr. Strickland's innocence. That motion is joined by the Midwest Innocence Clinic. I got to this place because I'm myself an exoneree along with almost the entirety of my team and business, um, the National Organization of Exonerees. We are about 20 plus active members, mainly from Michigan. Kevin Strickland and Lamar Johnson cases stand out amongst a lot of cases because the local authorities that investigated those cases have come out publicly stating that these guys are innocent and that the officials associated with the investigation and the prosecution of these cases have made a mistake and that they are trying to right a wrong. They're trying to fix an injustice that they know now is an injustice. What's happening is the attorney general of the state of Missouri is fighting their release based off of procedural issues. The attorney general's, quite frankly, position is that these gentlemen missed their deadline to prove their innocence. So to put that into English, they could die in prison because they missed the deadline, even though we all know they're innocent. And I guess that's the part that just doesn't quite compute with me or I guess any sane person who's been following along with this case. I mean, how many prosecutors, how many organizations do we have to have just show in plain sight that this man is free and it seems like for some reason the system is still working against him even though not only do we know it's wrong, there's evidence in front of us that says this is not right. Why is he even still in there, I guess is the question. I mean, this is, this is uh, sadly... This is what happens all over the country when you have people that take political strengths and they use them for ill means. This is what happens when we don't question the politicians that we elect into office. I 100% agree. We shouldn't even be having this conversation in 2021. What's happening in the position that the attorney general is taking is just completely absurd and crazy that we're trying to convince someone of a very high government power that you're making a mistake. That's it just doesn't make sense when you're hearing, you know, repeated organizations and you know, the media, there's tons of people that believe in these guys innocence. And your argument is that you missed a deadline. So your deadline is more important than that human life is what's happening right now. Not only that, let's not forget that he's literally fighting the government. He's not just fighting Kevin Strickland and Lamar Johnson. He's fighting the prosecutors that are saying we screwed up. So at this stage, what's happening right now, it's, it's the government fighting the government. It's no longer about these guys' innocence. Have you talked to Kevin? I mean, how is he doing? How are his spirits? Just trying to humanize this story. How is he? Honestly, I don't know. I have not talked to Kevin. I've gotten messages from him through other people that he's really proud of the work that we're doing, and he's glad that we're keeping his name as relevant as possible. Uh, as far as I know, health-wise, he's doing as good as he possibly can. Uh, as we all know in this country, the healthcare inside of prison institutions is far from the best, but he's doing the best that he can with what he's got. And, you know, he, he's, he's staying strong as much as he can. What happens tomorrow? What can we do tomorrow? We can bring a voice. Um, we can do as much as we possibly can to bring awareness to this issue. We can try to highlight as much as possible the flaws of the system. Up until this weekend, Missouri had no mechanism to 
allow a prosecutor to release an innocent person. That is just mind blowing to me that you give prosecutors the authority to literally put someone to death with an ink pen, but they can't use that same ink pen to restore life. And that just, just mind blowing to me up until recently where they had to get a law change to allow that to happen. So I think what we can do is as much as possible highlight the injustice that's happening all over this country, not just here in Missouri, this is happening all over the place. People are dying in prison based off of antiquated laws that should not be on the books anymore. Tell us about your story. I mean, you not only work on behalf of the National Organization of Exonerees, but you yourself an exoneree. This is personal. This is real. It's every day. Paint that picture, you know, and tell us what it's like in the trenches. Oh, absolutely. This is personal. This is personal to me and everybody that's a part of my organization, because we know firsthand what it's like to be where these gentlemen are. We know what it's like to feel that stress and that pain and that anxiety. And it gets even worse when you have the officials that sent you to prison telling you that they messed up. We screwed up. We shouldn't have sent you to prison, but yet you're there. Yes, this is extremely personal because what we're doing is what we wish other people had done for us when we were in these guys' position. We waited years, some of us decades, for someone to speak out on our behalf, and that day never came. So when we got the opportunity, we band together and we brought a voice to the people that are sitting in the position that we once set. I don't want to press too much, man, but like, what was your story? How'd you get out? I got out through the Conviction Integrity Unit in Wayne County, Michigan, which is, it covers Detroit. I spent 15 years and nine months incarcerated for a crime that I didn't commit. Uh, I was accused of setting a fire where two children died. The fire was set by way of Molotov cocktail. At the time that I was arrested, I didn't even understand what a Molotov cocktail was. My lawyer had to explain to me what the weapon was that I was accused of using. 15 years, nine months later, the uh, Conviction Integrity Unit working in tandem with the Cooley Innocence Project up in Michigan, they were able to uh, get me exonerated. They found a lot of information that was withheld by the prosecutor and the cops associated with my case. And, you know, the evidence was there to prove that I didn't do it. It was there the whole time and was withheld by government officials that placed me in a cage. And I've been home just a little over six months now. And since day one coming home, you know, I just been off and running. You know, there's there's nothing like that, that feeling of being abandoned. And that's what it feels like when you're wrongfully convicted of something like the whole world has abandoned they stuck you in a cage and they left you there to die and you know i don't want anybody ever to have that feeling i know it personally everybody that's on this team knows it personally so we always act with a sense of urgency we act with a sense of today is more important than tomorrow because we know what it's like to be where these people are an injustice to you and injustice to kevin is an injustice to to all of us so how can we help right this wrong what can we do you know tomorrow we've got the hearing you've got again the national organization of exonerees where can we go how can we help again the floor is yours man you know tomorrow uh the hearings at the downtown um, courthouse in kansas city 8 30 in the morning the eighth floor division 18. i mean we need awareness we need awareness, we need people, we need a voice, we need a platform, because if we don't, this is gonna to continue to happen. We need, journalism itself has played such a pivotal role in making people aware of what's happening with this issue that we can't let it fall by the wayside. We cannot let this go unnoticed. We have to do our jobs, we have to 
stand up for the people that can't speak for themselves. We have to be a voice for the people that do not have one. And unfortunately, when you're incarcerated, you don't have a voice. So we need to be that voice. We need to be loud. We need to be brash. We need to be heard. Kenneth Nixon, he is with the National Organization of Exonerees. My brother, thank you for what you are doing. This is important work. This is necessary work. You got a platform and a microphone with us. Anytime you're available, I would love to have you back on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Kitty! Kitty! Hey, got some words of wisdom for these folks. What are you doing? You can't just be flashing. Stretching. Hard so I'm stretching. Stretching the fabric of that shirt. You just No, you're peeking. Flashing, folk. You're peeking. That window is open and the sun is out. I'm all about giving people show, but make them pay for it, baby. Come on now. You mean to put a little like quarter jar out there? Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> I do. If you walk by and see me naked, slip a dollar in here. For a good time, slip a dollar in here. <laughs> Wednesdays on your KC Morning Show. Kitty, she breaks us off with some words of wisdom, some words to inspire us, not just through the rest of our day, but the rest of All our day. All right, GD. don't hide me up that bad. Don't, don't make it, don't make uh, a I big was, deal. I was, really, I was really gassing you up, girl. I thought that this new 24 Kitty would, you know, really like the big intro, but I guess I'll walk some of that back. No, I'm not going to walk it back. No, these folks need you now more than ever, Kitty. So I need you to set this bar high. You got some words for these folks? Yeah, maybe I do. What's it to you? Everything. Everything. A person who won't read has no advantage over one who can't read. Mark Twain. Paradox there. Oh, my mind is blown. Only the wisest and stupidest of men never change. Confucius. Confucius. All love shifts and changes. I don't know if you can be wholeheartedly in love all the time. Julie Andrews. You know, preach girl. Wow, it sounds like my therapist yesterday. <laughs> you talking shit on me? No, no, no. He was just talking shit on the idea of women in general. It was a fascinating conversation. A good photograph is knowing where to stand and dot, dot, dot. When to shut up, heart soul. <laughs> Okay, that last part I added. That was Ansel Adams. I would rather sit on a pumpkin and have it all to myself than be crowded on a velvet cushion. Henry David Thoreau. I like that. That's just stupid. You're stupid. Henry, you're stupid. Why would I want to be crowded on a velvet cushion when I could have a whole ass pumpkin? A whole ass pumpkin? What part? You you sitting on the stem? <laughs> That's what I thought, too. It's got to be a better way here. Oh, there is still no cure for the common birthday. John Glenn. Damn. Damn. Bit of a bummer birthday there, John. Experience is one thing you can't get for nothing. Oscar Wilde. What is our through line today? Do anything? Nothing. They're just quotes <laughs> of the day. Easy. Before you get all defensive, all right? Some of these have themes to them. I didn't know. Yes. They go this by quote more, of the day, love quote gotcha, of the day, okay. art quote of the day. This one is more quote funny. if we're doing the Jeopardy style. That's fine. I appreciate it. Continue on. I'm, I apologize for interrupting what you got going on. Without poets, without artists, men would soon weary of nature's monotony. Guillaume Apollonie. You made that work. (laughs) You made that work. Hey, finish strong. Give me one more. Art has to move you, and design does not. Unless it's a good design for a bus. David Hockney. Through line of these quotes is that they were good. They made me think. They blew my mind today. And maybe Kansas City, that's exactly what we needed. We needed our minds blown. So now we can go and pick up the pieces. I don't know. I lost it there towards the end. But you you nailed it, Kitty. You nailed it. Hell of a job. Where can these folks find you? On the interweb oh, at yeah. 
Holy Hearts. I'm on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, you know, Canva. What? Was that last one? I don't know. It's a photo editing app. <laughs> you can get me at Hartzell965. You can get this show, The Casey Morning Show on Instagram, just Casey Morning Show on Twitter, Casey Morning Show on Facebook. The email, send us a line or hey, two. Hey, um, we are accepting new subscribers and likes. So sponsors always pending. New listeners always accepted. Casey Morning Show at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, I, I think that's all I got. A good day to be a Kansas City. And yeah. Yeah, bad day to be a Texan. We got some work to do, y'all. Let's go change the world. Love you, Casey. We'll see you in Casey the morning show. Bye. Goodbye. You're listening to the Casey Morning Show.